Hello and welcome to another San Diego Comic-Con Google Plus Community Hangout um, with myself, Leonard Sultana. Thank you very much indeed for joining us uh, this morning or indeed this evening, wherever you are watching live. I do know that we have one or two people uh, watching live and also have been posting to the Google Plus Community and no doubt will be posting to the YouTube uh, channel as well. Thank you very much indeed for your time. Um, what this is, is a brief conversation with Stephen Johnson, uh, the Vice President of Public, uh, Vice, yeah, the Vice President? Vice President of Public Affairs for the San Diego um, Convention Center. Welcome along, Stephen. Thank you very much indeed for your time. Thank you for inviting me. Um, once again, this conversation is going off live. Um, now, you can obviously uh, watch this at any point. Um, and we are looking forward to your comments during this conversation. But if you do wish to uh, add to the conversation um, via the YouTube comments, we'll do what we can with a follow-up um, conversation or email with Stephen later. But we would love for you to take part. Uh, we are tracking the comments on YouTube, so please do take part. Um, right, Stephen, um, this conversation uh, comes off the back. Well, basically, just to let you know, this is going to be very much a selfish affair because it is going to be very much about um, San Diego Comic Con and its um, relationship with the convention center and how the expansion is going to um, uh, affect and indeed influence Comic Con in the future. Now, the conversation comes off the back of the uh, meeting that happened on October 10 uh, with the Coastal Commission voting to approve the project. What was that meeting like for uh, the convention center? I can imagine slightly stressful. Well, it was uh, it was a meeting we'd worked years and years and years up to, and uh, we were particularly um, thrilled with the outcome. Although getting there, we had a lot of challenges, and uh, it involved a lot of collaboration between the city and the Port of San Diego, who um, own the building and who are partners in expanding it. And uh, we met and worked diligently for months and months and months and, in fact, years to get a project that would pass through the coastal permitting process. And while the staff of the Coastal Commission uh, urged the commissioners themselves to reject the expansion, the commissioners voted unanimously to support the expansion, which was a, a huge victory and I think uh, surprised all of us, even, um, even the the hardest of us believed that we were not going to get unanimous, but it was great. Well, well indeed, the um, uh, I do know that a number of the uh, people that were uh, speaking um, at the uh, the meeting very much were in uh, favor and supporting the project. Indeed, uh, David Glanzer uh, stood up and uh, very much uh, made an impassioned uh, statement in your in your uh, in your corner. It's got to be said, though, there were a number of, if not hurdles, then certainly concerns from people, and it did look very touch and go before that meeting. Well, it's um, this has been a, an evolutionary project that uh, really began a public process in 2009 with the mayor when he convened a task force, and uh, at that time we knew that we were going to need to expand to be able to uh, keep uh, our our largest events, including. Comic-Con um, because of their uh, phenomenal growth and so we began that process with the mayor and the city and stakeholders and uh, had over a hundred community meetings in the last um, uh, well five six years up to this meeting so uh, it was a long process but 
lots of hurdles, but we've overcome most of them, and now we are uh, in, in the process of getting the final permitting um, uh, permits, rather, uh, from the Port of San Diego, and once the financing issues are, are finalized, we will have a shovel in the ground. Excellent. Um, just to give a little bit of background, you gave uh, a little bit there uh, in terms of the background to the expansion. Uh, this is a $520 million um, expansion with um, additional space of 200,000 square feet. Uh, when did the plans start coming into place for the expansion? Well, we, um, we did in an initial uh, kind of test fit for the site to see how much space we could add to the building on the land currently behind uh, our facility. And then uh, we did an international design competition and uh, that's how we came up with the uh, what I believe is a really phenomenal design uh, with a five acre rooftop park adding uh, another 225,000 square feet of exhibit uh, contiguous exhibit space. So when you're on the floor and uh, you're cramped right now at a con, uh, it's going to give you about a third the more size on the floor there. So it's going to allow for more attendees, it's going to allow for uh, uh, a little more breathing room, I think everybody would appreciate that, and um, it's going to add uh, more meeting rooms, another 100,000 square feet of meeting rooms, so there'll be additional opportunities for programming in those meeting rooms. Then. Uh, what I think is really exciting is, is an 80,000 square foot ballroom that's one entire wall is glass that looks out over into the San Diego Bay. And uh, that's going to be a great, great uh, venue for, for the masquerade. Fantastic. Because it's one thing that um, we have noticed because we have seen a lot of the designs from the um, outside of the building, including that um, amazing um, rooftop um, uh, Garden or uh, the 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 area that is up on, on the roof. It's a, a gorgeous design. Um, we haven't seen too much in terms of the internal layouts uh, because we have had um, a number of uh, questions coming in about how the the space is going to be structured. Certainly for any additional rooms, any room size changes. Certainly, uh, for example, with uh, the two headline rooms. Um, for Comic-Con, which is Hall H and Ballroom 20. Um, do the, are those um, shapes going to stay the same, or is there any additional spaces? What's the, well, what's the um, changes? I, I can imagine that the design is still pretty fluid at this point. Well, actually, we know that Hall H is definitely going to change. It's going to get bigger and uh, substantially bigger. Um, and uh, the uh, plans call for um, anybody who's been to the con and waited in line outside Hall H knows that there is a kind of a green area and park with buttresses that mirror the design of the facility. That entire area, um, well not the entire area, but a significant part of that area will be utilized to square off Hall H and it will um, make that uh, side of the building um, more um, more consistent, that hall more consistent, and then uh, the expansion calls for additional square footage on the back of Hall H. So Hall H will be uh, far and above uh, the single largest hall uh, on the exhibit hall floor, and so it it will uh, it will be able to uh, if if they want to um, put uh, thousands and thousands of more individuals into Hall H. Well, it's six and a half thousand capacity already. I can't imagine what that's going to be like. <laughs> that's going to be insane. Um, 
it's got to be said, um, when I was speaking to uh, David Glanzer last week, um, the conversation when it came to the convention center was very much, um, we definitely talked about how while Comic-Con has a number of um, design specifications, at the end of the day, the convention, uh, Comic-Con only takes up one week of the year, and you do have um, conventions uh, coming to you throughout the year. Um, however, it's got to be said, Comic-Con does have some rather specific um, design challenges in terms of the lines happen that, that are happening outside. Um, we've had a question from Martin Burke from the uh, Google Plus community. At what extent uh, were the lines um, accounted for in the design process? And indeed, were there any conversations with Comic-Con to um, discuss those? Well, good question. We uh, Lines are always <laughs> the issue for the con fans. Um, with the increased capacity in the building, I think you'll see a drop-off in lines, but of course, um, depending on the popularity of the programming in any specific um, room or ballroom or hall, um, it, it, the lines will be uh, dependent on that popularity. But because the building itself is going to expand by another third, so you'll see uh, a lot more space and uh, opportunities for programming. The uh, pre-function space, the space we uh, have in front of the halls and around the ballrooms, etc., will also uh, increase in the expanded part of the area so that there will be additional um, different additional um, um, space for people to um, congregate and to, to move through lobbies, etc. But um, from the standpoint of lines, uh, it, it, it's just a matter of uh, the programming and Comic-Con handles all the programming. So it really is about uh, the confluence of popularity and uh, the, the, the space for that particular program. Indeed. Uh, Martin does actually say the tents are a fairly new addition to the design. It would be a shame to lose them. Um, do I presume the lines are looking at going um, up to the, the rooftop or um, where, where would um, you see or where would uh, the convention center see the lines forming uh, with this, the expansion moving on to the tent space as it currently is? Well, the um the, the, the backside of the expansion will have uh, a ramp that runs the entire length up the side of the building if you look at the renderings. And that certainly is an opportunity for people to queue in line on the ramp because it's a very low slope. It's, it's su superior to ADA compliance. So it's a very gentle um, uh, slope and it'll be, I believe, about 25 to 30 feet wide, if not a little bit larger. And so there'll be plenty of space there to queue. And also, um, uh, Good view of the bay. <laughs> yeah, keep, keep beautiful look of the bay and uh, keep people uh, uh, with something to do. But the tents on the, the park area where we uh, have uh, people queuing now will uh, go away because that will be a part of Hall H. Right, okay. Um, just to wrap up the, uh, uh, the section on the design, uh, the changes... Uh, the design that has um, uh, been put into place through the renderings. Um, is that, the, I presume that's the final um, rendering that's currently in place. Um, what changes were made from requests from outside sources such as the Bayfront, uh, the city of San Diego? What changes were um, put into place in well, the there, design? There were, 
there are substantial changes made throughout this process, not only from um, our partners at the port and the city, but from the input we got from clients. So we, you know, we talked to our clients to ask them what uh, the design, what worked with the design, what didn't work, what they needed to have changed. So those kind of things have um, moved through the process and been incorporated into uh, what you see now. The one thing that you're not seeing in any of the renderings that we currently show is that a small corner that faces the water right above where that ramp starts on the backside will be uh, will be kind of sliced off, if you will, to improve the view corridor in between the Hilton Hotel and uh, and the Convention Center. But at the same time, that whole area there is going to be reconfigured, and it will be very pedestrian friendly and a lot safer. We're moving all the the, the truck traffic up. The, uh, off the street behind the building and putting it underneath the building so that um, it shields the pedestrians experience along the waterfront from uh, the un unsightly truck traffic that is coming and going to uh, keep all the Comic-Con booths stocked, if you will, yeah. and the food yeah. in the building. Excellent. Okay. Um, I suppose it's good to start then moving on to the next step. Uh, when it comes to uh, Comic-Con and also the plans. I know that um, the convention center, the, the, the plan is to break ground um, in late 2014, which will be after uh, the next Comic-Con. What's, what's the, the timetable uh, uh, from the convention center's perspective from here to, um, uh, to get the, the expansion happening? Well, there's two pieces to the expansion, but before either one of those can begin, we need to resolve the financing issue, which is... You're jumping down my list. Oh, okay, sorry. That was something I was going to cover. Okay, because obviously I'll wait that on is, that, but I'll oh, answer your question and you can come back to that. So, so well, the, then, uh, in, a, in an ideal world... In an ideal dream, world... The, the dream scenario, breaking ground. Yes, uh, the, the, the first uh, effort will involve uh, relocating utilities and relocating uh, uh, Convention Way and Harbor Drive uh, so that uh, you clear the area for the construction of the building itself. So that, that project will take about a year, and once that, that year uh, is resolved and that project is complete, then we'll break ground on the actual physical building. But uh, the beginning of the project, uh, we hope, uh, like you said, starts in late 2014, early 2015. Excellent. Um, now, obviously, uh, that construction is going to be a massive uh, undertaking with a lot of um, people and construction workers and a lot of um, work being done around the convention. Is that being taken being taken into consideration already in terms of the amount of people that are going to be showing up in San Diego in two thousand in July two thousand fifteen, and indeed um, the following years? Yeah, I don't think you'll see anything major impacting the building in July two thousand fifteen. Um, at at that point, they'll be doing things like um, pile driving, and and it'll be initial construction. So I don't think you'll see any of that, and of course, none of that will happen during the con, so right. as to not disturb the programming, but. Subsequently, um, the the exhibit halls, the first, the one of the first uh, exhibit hall expansions is going to be Hall H. So I think you'll probably notice that in 2016, 
is that Hall H will be under construction. Um, the expansion will be under construction, but this building is going to be operational the entire time the expansion takes place. And to the degree that we're able to utilize new space as it becomes complete and available, for example, the additional space in Hall H, if it's completed before the, the final building um, of all the construction is done, then, then we'll try and see if we can get an occupancy permit to be able to utilize the additional space for Hall H. So there may be some benefits through this project that uh, help uh, Comic-Con and other events in the building during the, 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 the stretch of time that it takes from about uh, 30 months to build the building itself. Right. Now, I mean, that was going to be my next question. The uh, what when the um, intended plan for the expansion? When does that the the final ribbon over the whole project? When are you looking at that to be in a in an ideal world? When that would be happening? Um, well, I think uh, pretty realistically, we'd probably look at 2018. Um, I'm not exactly sure uh, when, based on uh, the unknowns of when we're going to put a shovel in the ground. Right now, I mean, it depends on. Whether or not we uh, we start the the, the build out and the construction in 14 or 15, and it just depends on that. We'll know better once we get started. Uh, we'll have a much more um, uh, accurate timeline about what things, uh, the phases that we'll go through to completion, and we'll know more then. Uh, no doubt, of course, people can also follow the uh, the project as well on the uh, website, which is uh, blog.visitsandiego.com and also um, the Convention Center Expansion, uh, yeah, well, that is the name of the title, uh, conventioncenterexpansion.com as shown on your uh, banner there. Uh, I'm certain that there'll be updates um, as the, the build goes on. Um, what extension, uh, sorry, uh, to what extent what, did you have any communication with Comic-Con in terms of the, the design? This question has come in from James Hanks um, on uh, Google+. Plus. What specific input did Comic-Con International have in regards to the expansion process? Well, the, 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 we did a series of meetings where we showed the design to our clients, including Comic-Con, and, uh, and got feedback uh, from our clients and uh, answered their questions, actually, to, to see the new design. So, um, you know, I, can, I, don't, I don't have a list of the questions that were asked and answered uh, specifically, but um, we, we did an extensive outreach effort with our clients to get feedback and input throughout this entire project, and in, including, uh, including uh, the... Uh, the design you see now. It, it, it involved uh, customer input and, and, and feedback to us. We want to build something that's going to be viable and useful to our clients. Brilliant. Excellent. Um, I suppose um, then it's uh, time to uh, cover the, the, the hurdles that are yet to come. Now, I, I do know that, um, that there are still organizations still opposing the current proposals and considering uh, legal routes. When does that challenge take effect, um, and how does that affect your timetable? Well, I think the biggest hurdle right now is the financing uh, question, and we uh, went through the initial court challenge on the financing plan for the expansion in March of last year. This uh, this year, excuse me, March of this year. Uh, the I know I can imagine it's felt like a very long year. To you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it. Uh, the, the, the court 
ruled that the financing plan was legal, constitutional, and valid. And uh, so that was a huge hurdle for us and a big sign uh, that uh, subsequent courts are likely to rule consistent with the initial court. And that is where we are now. We have an appeal process from uh, opponents of the financing plan. They uh, have uh, uh, the opportunity now to make their case to an appeals court and the appeals court will hear it. Uh, that's what we're waiting to hear is whether or not it'll be late uh, in the 2013 or early in 2014. But um, within the next six months, we'll have a very clear understanding of how the, the courts uh, on the appeal of uh, the initial decision will rule. Excellent. Okay, um, we are taking questions from uh, both the YouTube community and also from Google Plus. So. Uh, let's. The, it's more um, one or two questions in terms of uh, obviously uh, Comic Con and um, the convention center. Um, first of all, we've actually had a question uh, for yourself uh, from Into the Blue, Mister. Um, has Stephen ever experienced the craziness of the con firsthand? <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I have. Uh, I I've been on the floor for six years. Uh, and uh, and it's uh, it's most crazy for us in advance of the the con and then through through preview and opening day and then it kind of calms down through the the balance of it. But we uh, we we provide uh, support to uh, David Glanzer's team to the degree that they need assistance from us. For example, one year we um, helped them um, with uh, Twitter updates on lines and we started the the you know that whole project and helped them because they're completely um, consumed with the con during the time. So uh, each year we, we deal with a lot of media. Um, the Comic-Con has about uh, 2,000 to 2,500, I believe, is the latest count of uh, press that attends the con from all over the world. And so we're constantly um, dealing with uh, inquiries about uh, the value of Comic-Con to the city and uh, how the convention center is expanding and, and questions of that nature. Um, I, uh, I, I do spend money on the floor and, uh, and I, uh, and my house shows it. And so, yes, I, uh, <laughs> I do. I go to several panels, uh, if I can get into them and, uh, I'm, 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 a, uh, I went to a Wilford panel a couple years ago that was a great panel and, uh, so I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what the programming is for the upcoming con. I'm kind of a I'm a fan of American Horror Story, so I'm hoping that we see something out of that program here. Fantastic. Um, Although I have to say that the the team here is big Walking Dead fans, so uh, they're, <laughs> they're they're all talking about that every day. Well, I can imagine that the with the uh, the stress of the uh, the current meetings, I can imagine they're also starting to look a little bit like extras from the uh, from the from the show as well. Um, we've yeah. also had a question from uh, Cedric Carmichael on YouTube, uh, asking, "Will there be an upgrade to the food choices inside the convention center? Uh, because uh, within the con, we, there's obviously the." Uh, the, the hot dog stands or the, 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 the carts and also the uh, the food court down in on the convention floor anything you might like yeah I mean the um, the the food the interesting thing is is uh, that this year they added a whole uh, selection of different uh, options beyond just the pizzas and hot dogs and and uh, and nachos but 
to be honest with you, um, you know, uh, the the majority of people buy the pizza, the hot dogs, and the nachos, and so so uh, we we can sell some of the other stuff, but when it comes to um, what people actually go and buy on on the floor, uh, they they want comfort food and uh, and uh, food on the run, and that's what they buy. So, yes, uh, each year the 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 chef here uh, works uh, to create uh, additional selections, and um, and they test things out. So there have been probably some tests they did last year at the con on food, and uh, they'll probably uh, move forward and do some additional ones this year. Excellent. And I'm welcome. I'll, I'll take a I'll take a request if they're interested in a, a particular food food suggestion. I'm I'm happy to tell the chef. We will request that in the uh, in the comments. And I can Great. personally say, as visitors uh, from the UK, we are big fans of the pretzel box. Um, I think yes, <laughs> my my uh, my wife is uh, also nodding to that one. We we're we're fans. We're fans. Um, right. Um, I think we've pretty much covered everything. Uh, we've answered uh, a, a number of questions uh, from the from the group. Thank you very much indeed for getting those in. And I think Stephen, you've been uh, incredibly forthcoming on the details. Certainly, uh, a number of the concerns that were coming in when it came to um, how the expansion was going to clash with the uh, convention. Um, thank you very much indeed for your time. We really do appreciate it. And uh, once again, to all everybody who has joined us on both Google Plus and on uh, YouTube, um, thank you very much indeed for joining us. It just remains for me to say once again, thank you, Stephen, for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, this once again has been hosted by the um, Comic Con Google Plus community. Uh, you'll be able to find the address for that uh, down in the des description for this video. Um, we would like you to join us, and hopefully, we'll be seeing you in July in 2014. Thank you very much indeed for your time.